I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Cornetto. Chocolate! It doesn't say anything about a chocolate, does it? Hello and welcome to a special Watch with Spool podcast as we dig in deep to the 1978 film The Driver, which was released to multiplexes and drive-ins uh, and is directed by Walter Hill, who may be as well known for producing alien movies as doing anything else. And it's got Ryan O'Neill, Bruce Dern and Isabel Adjani. Um, we might take a little bit from like the publicity. Well, maybe Rain. as an explainer for why the heck I kind of picked this as a fun one to watch. Uh, Edgar Wright... Uh, who we talked about a lot in the last podcast, views this as kind of a huge influence on Baby Driver. And he, um, there's a quote he actually has in the current issue of Sight and Sound magazine saying it's probably the biggest influence on it and Baby Driver wouldn't exist in the way it does without the driver as a source for it. Um, But anyway, here's something from an original kind of making of um, with one of these amazing uh, men speaking in a world, that kind of voice. A major motion picture company is making a very unusual film, The Driver, produced by Lawrence Gordon and written and directed by Walter Hill, highly respected for his originality and style. Ryan O'Neill plays the getaway driver, an outlaw at home behind the wheel. He'll get you from your location to another car, to another location, and then you're on your own. Bruce Dern is a veteran detective. For him, crime is a game. making the biggest kill he's ever made he's beating the detective the detective is getting a guy he's been after for years Action, Isabel. and the girl is in on something she's never been in on before she's in on the danger she's in on the ride um so a l- nice kind of feel for the for the main characters there so thoughts uh, or when did you did you get to watch this this is out on blu-ray and on some video on demand platforms as well, you'll get it. It's yeah. it, it played in the BFI, so but we didn't travel to London yeah. to see it. So you told me about it, and I was like, "Cool, I'll try and watch it before getting to see Baby Driver." But I didn't manage to, so I watched it after, and maybe that wasn't good because it was a massive kind of like come down. You literally watched it back to back, though, mm, right? Yeah, I went, went home back and loaded the disc. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was. It's super. It's very like. Kind of, I, I read somewhere like neo noir, and you're like, yeah, cool, I get that. It's good, it's short, it's ninety minutes. Um, Bruce Dern is an absolute asshole in it. I was just like, why, I love that. You know, love that. Why wasn't he kind of earmarked to play um Bad Lieutenant instead of Harvey Keitel? You know, he was just he's a real asshole cop in it, and like I quite like uh, Bruce Dern, and it was weird kind of seeing him in this role. Uh, Ryan O'Neill is, you know, the kind of quiet man that. Like you're saying, Edgar Wright says it influenced uh, this, but it also, yeah, yeah, it also influenced, um, had to have influenced Drive, the um, Ryan Gosling film from whatever number of years ago now. Five odd years, Nicholas Winding Refn's version. You would imagine that thing of the silent silent driving and kind of doing it. Uh, It hasn't aged well, I don't think. It's very of its time. Uh, I also wonder is Ryan O'Neill's character, I stress character, a massive racist? Because he's get so basically, um, Bruce Dern sets him up by getting a criminal gang to enlist him to be the driver, and he's going to screw them over. And then Ryan O'Neill turns up, and uh, he's like, "No, I don't like people with guns." And he's just like, "You're not in it. I'm not doing it with you, and especially not you." As he points to uh, 
Rudy Ramos, who's nicknamed uh, Teeth in the credits, who's like... He's black. Yeah, or he's kind of like Mexican or Puerto Rican or something. I was just like, oh, okay. And then that kind of goes on through the whole film where it just kind of... The two of them have a back and forth with each other. Mm. And there's a chase scene where Jack White lookalike is driving the escape car with uh, Teeth in the the passenger seat. And I was just like, "Mm, this is just a bit weird. Yeah. The car chases are phenomenal. And the film looks phenomenal. I did think that in terms yeah. of the lights of, <laughs> I've forgotten it, it's San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. LA, sorry, yeah. LA. Um, it, it like looks so, so good. And there's a scene in the car park that when I watched it, I was like, I've actually, I, I think I've seen this in like clip shows and stuff. And the way they, they kind of, he knocks the mirrors off, he knocks the hubcaps off. And it like the, I just thought that was brilliant. And some of the chase scenes kind of like when you think, you know, when you're watching um, Baby, Dr- when you're watching Baby Driver, you're like, okay, it's like more modern now rigs, and it could have been much smaller cameras. The cameras when they shot this film would have been the size of small cars themselves, mm. so they're just bolted on the fucking cars yeah. as they're tearing around the streets, like. Yeah. So I thought that was incredibly powerful the way they kind of did that. Um, yeah, I think I liked it a bit more. I watched it at home um, with my dad there last week, and he loves these kind of things and. Slightly, you know, he, he's a man who enjoys Fast and Furious films. The Unstoppable movie might be one of his favourites. Uh, the Runaway Train. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Denzel. Yeah. And um, Chris Pine. But yeah. It's so, it's, yeah, so I do think that in terms of plot. And I thought the character um, played by Isabel Adjani was kind of like, you know, a bit one dimensional and stuff. Looks right, but yeah, it's very pretty. But she didn't have kind of much to work with. Yeah, and then it got very grim when, uh, you know, the person who goes to like facilitates everything just gets shot in the head. I was just like, oh, the fi- that come out of? the fixer, yeah, because yeah. you think you know, like he's not really painted out to be a good guy. So you're kind of like, ah, oh, you don't really mm. mind whatever happens to him. The dialogue is very wooden, and it's like the whole play. So like Bruce Dern is kind of this bad cop, and he's two lackeys working with him. Who are trying to be like, oh, no, we don't want to do. And the dialogue between the two of them is just, it's so wooden and stilted. And they're clearly trying to be like, here's a clanger or here's like a zing. You know, look at the camera, fade away and you're just like, that mm. just felt flat. Like. Yeah, I think it's just a bit of wallpaper to fit between yeah, the, the actual chases. chases. So yeah. I did like the setup, though. Like Bruce Earns, um, ch- uh police chief, decides to... He double. He kind of is setting someone up. Like he captures someone and says, "Actually, if you just set up our man to do another job, that will allow me to catch him because I'll catch him red-handed." And then it gets into double cross of double mm. cross. Did you like the bit at the end with the bags, which where Ryan O'Neill comes back, and from when he puts the key in the locker and turns around, Bruce Dern and like fifty cops are all there. Have managed to silently file in yeah. for the big like. They're <gasps> only in socks. Oh, you look very right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I did like the scene on, on the train um, Yeah. as well, it was kind of, which was kind of cool. Pretty um, hardcore as well. Yeah, I guess I've got another uh, clip here that we might take a look at. Go for it. I tell you what, though, I'm a very generous man. I tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to help you be a better cop. You know how? You know what you do first thing every morning? Read the sports page. You know why? Best part of the newspaper. Winners, losers, how it happened, score. Now, we got a much better game than the one they give the players. They don't retire us after 10 years. Gotta love Bruce Dern's face more than anything. I know we can't 
quite convey it, but it obviously became uh, extra well known in Nebraska, opposite Will Forte in that lovely black and white movie. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was the scene obviously that you were talking about with the slightly stilted dialogue. But it wouldn't. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'd be a bit How more How does it rate kind of up there for your like drive movies? So this is the, well, yeah. Where does it land? So I'm, what I thought I might do is look at the the what what uh, Edgar Wright picked out as his sort of these are the picks for the Car Car Land film. So these are um, what he had. So he had uh, Bullet was in there. Yeah. The French Connection. Yeah. Um, That's he brilliant. had Blues Brother, which I guess is a different I thing, but a huge influence on Baby Driver. I I, think, yeah, I hadn't say. heard that, but then I thought at the end of. Um, Baby Driver, it really reminded me of Blues Brothers and the way it kind of the end of it goes and stuff, very much so. Yeah, so I think it was quite obvious. I only watched that recently on the plane oh. uh, going to the States. Uh, the Italian Job was also in this series. Um, what else do I see that I kind of know? The oh, Driver. Yeah, the Italian Job. Smokey and the Bandit, Vanishing Point, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, don't know what that is. Um, but anyway, I, I guess these are kind of fun, but they very much, they're just facilitating these big car chases. Um, and... Yeah, you're right with with drive uh, as an influence as well. Like just, it, ha- it must have just kind of the yeah. cold quiet, and then even the um, gloves and certain things. You're just like, oh no, yeah, it has to. Have, yeah, you know. There was a PlayStation game about uh, maybe seventeen, eighteen years ago called Driver, which I think lifted a huge amount of. So it's actually from nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, I had my notes here. Um, which was lifted a huge amount of this uh, sort of this world. Um, and the jobs and the vintage kind of cars and everything. So it got me kind of feeling very retro about how much I kind of enjoyed it. Um, and I also want to watch the 1967 film Le Samurai, which uh, is apparently where all this kind of comes from. Um, is as, that the prequel cool to The for, Seven Samurai? Uh, I don't think they're quite related, but apparently cool. this is the the base car uh, film that influenced French Connection, but also The Driver this so I guess oh, okay. I need to do a bit of research on that it's very long though it's 105 you probably complain that's too long for you um, but anyway and then of course nowadays we've got our contemporary world Fast and Furious films which which are just they've more devolved into or into silliness like because yeah, mm. the, the last one it was very like enjoyable but there was no real car chase that stood out to me it was more like fantasy chases yeah like there's the a building exploding cars on people or self-driving cars driving off a building on top and yeah it's and submarines cars. we're driving on submarines now and yeah so they have sort of like they it's like they do the little nod in fast eight they do the actual car chase at the beginning but even in that vin diesel rips off the bonnet and like loads up the engine and it goes on fire and yeah. the window cracks so they've lost the realism that i think is so apparent in like there's this sequence there the one in the car park with the orange mercedes i think and even there's a bit in baby driver where everything goes quiet in the car park yeah and the car just sort of creeps along and you're like that's I'd say ripped pretty much exactly from the driver mm. um, just as a little nod to it um, yeah interesting so yeah are you going to go back to any more of these do you think I'm going to watch Bullet I intended to do that the Steve oh, okay. McQueen one uh, no I've seen that and I'm kind of like the car chase is great but the rest of the story you're just kind of like meh um, it'd bring too much back too many memories of driving in San Francisco you know ah too hard too hard so too, I should watch too it soon, before too soon. I go to San Francisco yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah there you go. Watch, right, watch out for those uh, left hand turns yeah and also plan of the, the apes that's the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge yeah. movie so there you go Um. anyway we'll wrap up this slightly uh, slightly abridged abridged uh, abridged what Golden uh, Gate oh man yeah bridge is on the mind anyway. and we'll see you in August 
no, I think we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll do a post Galway, we'll do chat about some of these oh, other things. Oh, cool, great. Yeah, we've got three weeks. So we'll be back at some point then with uh, a couple of a couple of reviews, Planet of the Apes. Uh, what else have we got? Some other stuff. Galway. Yeah, and it'll we'll be Galway heavy. Dunkirk, we'll have seen Dunkirk. Yeah. Podcast 61 has uh, more of that kind of stuff. So anyway, thanks for listening to, listening to this little offshoot. Bye. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Thank you.